You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 106 of BNI, the Australian Story podcast. My name is Veronica here on the Mornington Peninsula, and I'm with our executive director in Melbourne South and co-host, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hi, Veronica. Hi, everyone. And just winding up to the end of the year, 2022, uh, as we record this. So, uh, yeah, big wind down. And I think all our chapter operations are finished as we record this just before Christmas now. But um, we'll endeavour to get a couple uh, out to you so you can keep up your CUs over Christmas, everyone, and uh, and have a listen to us. So uh, we're working on that right now. So, V, I have a question for you. Okay. It's unusual for me to throw you under the bus. I know. The buses run early this time of the morning. <laughs> so heading uh, to the end of 22, what's been your highlight of the year? Oh, uh, do you know something? There's been so many. Because we've come out of a crazy couple of years, it felt like a year of firsts, even though we've done a lot of the things that we were doing in 2022 over and over again before 2020. I think the highlight has been just being able to feel like we're back at it again. And I certainly, at the end of this year, feel like we are back at it. Everything, like catching up with people, back at work, uh, being able to do things the way we used to do things, being able to go on holidays, being able to make plans without having to worry about, you know, what's going to happen at 11 o'clock on the news in Victoria. Like if you're listening anywhere else, you, you might not quite understand what it was like for, for us in Victoria. But, um, yeah, so I think the highlight has just been feeling like we, we've got our, our freedom back. Uh, and look, I know that I know that COVID's still out there, but I feel like now it's just part of how we live and we've just got used to it. Um, so I guess I'm going to change that. You know what I, I, the highlight has been? Feeling like we don't need to be frightened of this thing anymore. It's just part of what we do. I think that's been the highlight, knowing that we can just get on with it. We don't need to be scared of it. We have to live with it. Uh, and now 2023 for me is very exciting. It's a very different feeling to what I felt last year. Yeah, great. Great. And, you know, it's you, you're right. I'm probably, uh, at the moment, I'm probably worn out from too many Christmas parties, not used to the uh, schedule there and the breakups, et cetera. But my highlight of 2022 um, obviously had to be, you know, the opportunities we had to get together with everyone at uh, National Conference and Global. Um, rub, it in. rub it in, Brent. Thank you. Well, you're at National Conference. <laughs> you were the rock star there for everyone taking <laughs> autographs and getting accosted in the toilets by people. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was great to actually get back to normal in that sense and build relationships and rekindle relationships in that sense as well with the uh, with the wider BNI community for sure. I'd be interested to know, um, and I'd love feedback actually from listeners as to what has been the most overwhelming emotion. Like I, I've honestly, I've gone through a gamut of them, and I feel like overwhelm was a took a big part of a big chunk of my year, as we were trying to feel like we're trying to get back to normal, but feeling really ungig fit. 
Mm. We just weren't ready for it. And even when you're saying now all the Christmas parties, I honestly think we're making up for two years' worth of socialisation at the end of this year. And we're going hard. Like it's gone from finding work-life balance to work hard, party hard. I feel like I've got two 100%, 100%, years. 100%. And, I agree with that. So, and I was yeah. thinking the other day, I'm thinking, wow, you know, I feel like I haven't, I feel like I'm just burning the candle at both ends. <laughs> There's only one end of this candle this year, I tell you. <laughs> you you're kind of like pacing yourself and, you know, because you, you you take it for granted, you know, you've got next year. and But I think this year we've been so grateful to catch up with everyone and yet just taking every opportunity and not worrying about going and being soft about it. Like we're going in and we're going hard and we're, we're yeah. loving people hard and we're connecting hard and we're partying hard. And I think 2023, I know myself, I don't do um, New Year's resolutions, I do themes. Oh, okay. So What's the theme? Theme. Well, my share theme, with all our listeners. I will, and you, you know, feel free to borrow it if you like. But my theme for twenty twenty three is to simplify and minimalize. Oh, nice. so I want to create new processes in my business that make it more um, seamless and allow me to spend more time with people rather than sitting at my computer. Uh, I want to be able to just get rid of stuff. Like I'm sitting in an office and I'm sure a lot of people, uh, probably not you because you, your office is, you know, in perfect order, but I, I work in chaos. Well, is, my best work. I have, I, I've got to do the, uh, I've got to do the desk clean. I've got papers everywhere. Well, and, you yeah. can minimalise and simplify as well, but I think <laughs> I just need to get rid of stuff because I've realised over the last two years, I don't need a lot of stuff. I need yeah. people and I need to go to sleep at night knowing that I'm doing good stuff in the world. And so, yeah, that's my theme for 2023. So I'm going to be doing that hard. So there's no middle ground for me now. I, I've got one life and I want to be able to do what I need to do and I want to, I don't want to go on half speed anymore. So yeah. that's my 2023 in a nutshell. I love it. I really want to implement some of the things I learned from uh, from late in the year and the conference and everything because, uh, yeah, coming into Christmas the last couple of, last few weeks, I'm cooked. I've, uh, I'm ready to uh, have a few days off and then get back into it again, which will be uh, which will be real good for me. But well, anyway, same for our next guest. Yes, well, we've got a guest here today on our last. It's more likely our last guest for the year because we are recording something else. But we'll leave that as a bit of a surprise when that comes up for you. So, our guest today is Mark Cecil, and we're going to the Hunter Valley today in New South Wales and his business is Vision Wealth Strategies and he's a financial planner uh, in wealth and superannuation in his group. So welcome Mark to BNI, the Australian Story podcast. Great to have you on here and your executive director Christian Hartup has given me uh, really uh, great raps on you. You're a bit of a legend up there apparently. Oh, I don't know about that. Thank you, Brent. Thank you, Veronica. Thanks for having me on board. It's an honour to be the last guest for 2022 and, yeah, gearing up for 2023. And, like, he, he makes us look professional. We're on a Zoom platform, but he's got the headphones on, the mic, and, uh, you know, we're supposed to be these 106 podcast people and, you know, we're just speaking on Zoom without all that. <laughs> so great work to you, mate. Hey, um, so... Uh, Mark, can you tell us uh, what's your chapter and where are they located? That's my chapter is BNI Action, as you mentioned, from uh, Hunter Valley, uh, Newcastle, uh, Newcastle and Lake Macquarie. So it's it's quite a large region, uh, but I've I've been yeah, part of that chapter for for about six months now. Oh, lovely part of the world there. And um, how did you find out about BNI originally? Where and when? 
Uh, I've been, I guess, exposed to BNI many, many years ago, uh, still when they were doing the old paper slips as referrals. And <laughs> I was invited by uh, a lawyer uh, when I was living back in Queensland, uh, in Toowoomba. And unfortunately, there wasn't a space for my category. So I went along as a visitor, really enjoyed the meeting. I think there were about 30 plus members in that chapter. And then when I moved to Brisbane uh, a few years later, I was part of a couple of different startup chapters that just didn't get to launch. Uh, so I had been exposed to, to BNI, but just not a fully fledged member, uh, which I have been for the last six months at, at BNI Action on the Hunter Valley. Okay. Um, just going back to when you originally um, were in Brisbane trying to get a couple of chapters launched, what do you think they didn't sort of get up? Because we have a lot of people listen to this in launch groups because they, uh, you know, to get a bit of a BNI feed and a story, et cetera. What are some of the reasons why you didn't think they got up? There were two very different chapters and two diff very different times. So one of them was a face-to-face -face and the other was during COVID and it was an on online chapter. So I think online has its challenges. And I think as uh, Veronica mentioned before, as we get back to face-to-face, -to -face, in my opinion, I think people are, are wanting that and enjoying that more. So that really, we had those difficulties of getting people um, engaged in the online chapter. More so with the face-to-face, -face, I think it was more about having the right people and the right drivers in the room that understood it and got it and wanted to bring in visitors to grow the chapter. I think what I found with that particular chapter, there were, there were probably only a couple of people that were really trying to drive it and, and grow it. Uh, and, and that becomes tiresome after a time. And those people just think, well, I'm not going to be the only one shouldering this. And it sort of just peters out. Yeah. And that's what I probably, that's what I, and Veronica's nodding her head because we've both, we've both, you know, launched chapters and that's what happens when they don't launch. You know, the, the too much work is left to too few. And yeah. uh, if, if, you know, the quickest launches is when everyone puts in and, and show and, and does their bit. And if yeah, definitely. People are sitting around waiting for other people to do work, um, do the work that, you know, and the people who are doing the work get, get disheartened by that as well. So you obviously didn't get disheartened. You moved to the uh, to the Newcastle area and you joined a chapter anyway. So how did that come about? Yeah, I think just to rewind a little bit on that with you, and, and you would know more than most with your launch chapters, I think the people, and I get that not everyone is going to be a strong visitor inviter, but... The ones that are, I think, just want to see that bit of effort from people and, and where it peters out, I think, is where that uh, person that is putting in the effort isn't seeing that from other people. Um, to answer your question around how I ended up in Newcastle, in, in this region and, and with BNI, I just, I really enjoyed the process and I, I, I enjoy the systems and the structured process and there's no question that it works. I think even people that it's not for them and they don't engage in the process, we'll still, still admit that the BNI process does work for people. So that's why I, um, and not knowing anyone, not being from the region, um, you know, Newcastle can be very parochial uh, for, with the Novocastrians that were born and bred here. And I, I wasn't of that ilk. So my strategy was, well, I need to be a little bit more strategic and concentrated with how I get myself out there and network. And I knew that BNI was the perfect vehicle for that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and how did you actually find the current chapter? I'd met the uh, a couple. I knew a couple of people in BNI Action uh, prior to joining. Uh, the 
Trigger was a, a real estate uh, property agent who invited me along, but I also knew the bookkeeper from previous dealings, uh, just just in business, uh, floating around the traps. So um, I didn't find it. What didn't take me too long to to find a home because I, you know, strategically I knew that BNI was something that I wanted to get involved involved in to you know grow my business. Fantastic. And when you went to the meeting, what was the what was the trigger to say? Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is good for me. I want to actually join this group. I I guess I had visited a couple of chapters and, and the option was really join a, a chapter that was well established with 30 plus members or join a chapter that was wanting to grow and and I feel was the right fit for me with the right people. And action was just it. It had you know, one, the vacancy, because financial planning does go pretty quickly along with your accounting and mortgage brokers and real estate agent. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was number one. That was an easy in. But then also the people in that group, uh, the, the meeting ran really well. I got a good... Um, I got a good feeling from the way they interacted and the referrals that were getting passed around the room. So that was really the, the trigger for me. Can I just ask, uh, in, so you said that there were, you know, do I join an established 30 plus chapter or a chapter that wanted to grow? Which one was action? Action was the growth chapter wanting to grow. So when I joined, there were about 15, I think 16 members. And as you both know, as well as launch directors, they go through waves and, and action is one of those that certainly has that. I think it's gone up and then back down and for whatever reason, but the people when I joined, seem to really want to push that above you know 20 plus and, and get to the 30 and, and really grow so that was the reason behind uh joining action i think it was it's an opportunity to to really plug in and, and grow myself and also the chapter i yeah, think this sorry B. so i just i just wanted to touch uh, on something that mark said before about being in the launch chapter and you know obviously failing to launch and then choosing a chapter that would appreciate growth that there is a very uh, definite kind of BNI member that will join or be attracted to a launch chapter. And it is someone like you, Mark, who's someone who is not afraid to go through a growth phase. And those members are the drivers and those members do really well in business generally. Because in business, you have to be courageous when it comes to your growth phase. Because if you're worried about being small and you want to join an audience where the work's already going to be there for you, you're going to struggle in business because your whole business every day of the week is about growing it. Now, growing the way you do things, growing the people that you do business with, the, the, the people you do business for. So I'm just saying that, I guess, because, you know, if, if you're a BNI member and you're feeling like you're in a chapter where you're not getting satisfied, then maybe looking at, um, you know, going to a smaller chapter that you can help grow that chapter might be the next phase for you. It's not always about going bigger and better. Sometimes it's about going to something that feeds other parts of your personality. And um, that's what we need in, in launch chapters. We need people who love growth. And alternatively, sometimes you get someone who will come mm -hmm. to a launch chapter and they'll go, no, this isn't for me. I want to join a chapter with 30 plus people so I don't have to do this work because it's a lot of work to, to launch a chapter. So anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there because someone might be listening right now who might know someone who um who just is going to be the right fit for a smaller chapter? Yeah, I think on the flip side of that, whilst it's easier if you do have that category vacancy to join a thirty plus um, you know member chapter, sometimes that might not be the right decision either for you as a, as a person. Because I do certainly know financial planners in those bigger groups that 
aren't necessarily generating the referrals that you would have thought. You know, they're not plugging in and getting the thank you for closed business. And sometimes it's a matter of the right chapter. Sometimes I think it's that person looking at, well, are you selling yourself enough, your services and what you can actually do for people? Are you doing the one-to-ones and are you doing the CUs and are you plugging in and being a good member? Yeah, so don't take it for granted just because the seat's vacant. Yeah, You're going to get the referrals, which is the same with every category, right? You need to work the system. You need to get people to know, like, and trust you before you can then get the work. So you've got to have that giver's game when you come in, no matter what category you're looking for. And and plus in a larger chapter and something like, you know, superannuation takes a lot longer to win those people over Yeah, um, if they've had a long-established relationship before too. Definitely. Yeah. So, V, you don't know this, but we are in the presence of greatness. Because recently, B&I Australia had a Master Connector promotion where we had a competition uh, to invite visitors. And for every five visitors you invited across the country, you went into the draw for a uh, uh, for a tropical uh, tropical holiday. And I don't even think we have big enough pins for this guy because during that period from uh, uh, July 1st to December 1, Mark led the country in inviting visitors to his chapter with 37 visitors in five months. That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. So what you're saying, Brent, is that I didn't win the no, no, you didn't win. tropical holiday. Oh, I, had right. I think things. you did. I think you did about ten or twelve. You did <laughs> nothing. So I can tell you, Mark. Mark didn't win either. I didn't win either. No, he didn't win either. <laughs> but but he has the glory of being on top of the table and being the number one. So that is incredible. And I've got yeah. to tell you, if you're listening, this man is a normal human being. So if you're in B and I thinking I can't do that. That you know he had something special going on. Well, you obviously do. Now uh, take uh, this into account. Take this into account. He's only been in that chapter for six months. That's unbelievable. And he's only been. How how long have you been in the Newcastle area? Uh three, just on three years. Three years. So yeah, not really established, but still managed to bring thirty-seven visitors through the door in five months. So <laughs> that's. Absolutely amazing. So for our listeners today, and we want to hit the ground running in chapters in the new year. We want to keep bringing visitors. We're going to have member extravaganza coming up, which is a which is a really cool thing. What's it about? What's the secret? What's the secret in the getting visitors along? I think to touch on what Veronica said and, and appreciate it, I am absolutely just a human being. There's no special magic formula or magic bullet or magic process that that I do. It's just, I think I really just connect with wanting to have that giver's gain attitude and be a good member. And for me, it was, well, I want to grow this chapter and I want to see it really kick some goals and move us into, you know, being the number one chapter in the region and then really push to, you know, around the country, you know, get get us out there. And for that, it was connecting with the why, why are we inviting visitors? And we know that attrition happens, life happens and members leave because of, you know, work or family or they move geographically or all all different reasons Um, or they just move into different chapters in their working life. So for me, it was just being a good member and wanting the chapter to grow. The process behind that is just something that 
again, it's not nothing magical. And I've always said to my chapter and even chapters around the Hunter Valley, I'm more than happy to share. I've fortunately, you know, and humbly have had other people reach out from um, different regions to say, look, can we do a one-to-one and, and, you know, take me through what you do? And I'm more than happy to do that. You know, doors are open, reach out and happy to, you know, go through my exact process, share templates and, and what I actually do day to day. But really what it boils down to is just wanting the chapter to grow and, and listening. I think that's the key for me with how do I decide on who to invite and get them in the room. It really is just listening to the other members in the chapter. So the, the lowest hanging fruit is listening to the feature presenter and going to them on, a, on the, the next feature presenter, sorry, and say to them, well, who do you want to see in the room and how can I support you next week? So that person... You know, if they're in the uh, IT space, might want to set, want to see web designers, graphic designers, that sort of thing. So I'll turn around then and say, great, well, I'll reach out. And that might be LinkedIn via email because I don't have those known connections in the Newcastle region. So effectively, I'm doing it somewhat cold and just reaching out to them via LinkedIn and, and, and email. Um, and then it's a process. So I do have a templated process where I reach out to people and say, look, um, we have you might want to come along to our networking breakfast next week. Um, it's 7.30 in insert venue. Uh, this person is presenting, which may resonate with you as a graphic designer, web designer, uh, whatever the, the category might be. And then it's just following that. The, the key behind behind that process is then following it up to make sure that they, um, you know, you register them. And then even the day before, right down to sending them an email to say, look, we're really looking forward to seeing you tomorrow because as people know, people get busy, things come up, people get sick, kids get sick or whatever. So it's just that extra little kick along to say, hey, we're expecting you tomorrow and we're really looking forward to seeing you. So some great tips there and some great touch points and, you know, being connected through and active through those other platforms like LinkedIn, et cetera, can really help them. And when you contact those people, what's the... um what sort of what's 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 the sort of approach they use to say come along to the meeting? Oh, um, you know, how, how do you how do you sell the opportunity? Um, it really is a a networking opportunity. It's an opportunity to network and make some connections, and that's really what it's about. It's not. I, I guess I don't go in with a hard sell with the um, drive to actually join, and and I guess if you look at those numbers the majority of those didn't join but what i will say is that the members in our chapter did business with those people that were in that room you know it wasn't for them the timing wasn't right which it wasn't for me many years ago with with the chapters that that i had joined or, or looked at joining uh but you can still do business with them people are still looking for you know mortgage brokers financial planners pest control people, you know, people that we do have in the room. So whilst they might not join as a, as a member, there is still some opportunity there to, to get some revenue in the door. Yeah, so you're inviting opportunity into the room and opportunity for those people. If they're in the room, they're seeing the feature presenter, which, uh, yeah, the feature presenter wants them to be there. That's their target market as such as possible, you know, new referral sources or, or, or in clients. And, you know, then they're seeing the business and building relationships with the people in the room who, yeah, and the visitors um, are giving business to people in the room regardless. So um, by bringing them into the room, you're, you're helping the chapter as a whole. So um, you did 37 members over, over five months. 
So that really must have in, uh, inflated the room size um, of the uh, of the of the actual room each week too. Um, going over that because that means you're probably responsible. I don't know. I'm just doing the maths at the top of my head. You know, maybe about three a week. Yeah, I, it's it's funny. I found myself once you gain that momentum and build the momentum, then it just becomes second nature. And there's without question, you you can't just do this and expect the results. I think you really have to set the time aside. So with anything in life, whether you're wanting to to learn a language or improve your business or get fitter, whatever that is, you know that you have to put time into it. So it's the same with inviting visitors. I set an hour aside each week where that is my visitor inviting time, uh, where I send out the invites, I follow up and and I try and get visitors in the room. So I definitely put time aside um, to to work at it and and make it happen. It doesn't just, you know, I don't just send some emails and LinkedIn messages out and hope hope it happens. Okay. um, I think on to answer your question there, it it does bring a different energy to the room. As you know, if you you're meeting with the same 15, 20, 30 people every week, it's great. But if you can add some fresh blood into that room, it really does energize things and and make it a fantastic meeting. And visitors bring 30% of the business into uh, members' pockets. So visitors, you know, you might think that you're inviting someone who's not going to join, but you're actually inviting someone who's potentially going to do business with one of the members in the room. And so I think um, one of the things that really comes out uh, in that conversation I'm having with you now is that you have a lot of pride in what you do and that you actually want to see the chapter grow. It's not just about reaching a target. And, uh, you know, if anyone's sitting there going, oh, but I don't know how to bring a visitor and I don't have time to bring any visitors and, I, you know, I don't know where to start and I don't have that network, you're actually bringing no visitors at that point. The moment you're thinking like that, you are bringing no visitors. And if that's okay with you, then you need to have a look at what pride you've got in your chapter because mm-hmm. it's not okay to be not doing that. Because someone else is bringing 37, you don't have to bring 71 a month. That's it. And if you can bring 37 in five months, I think that, you know, if you're sitting there and you're not bringing any and it's okay with you, and this is going to be like a cricket bat, you need to ask yourself and reflect why is that okay that I'm not bringing any visitors? Why is it okay? Then, then make an appointment to speak with Mark and work out how he's doing it. Have a one to one with Mark and work out how he's doing it. But why is it okay that I'm not bringing any visitors? How is that okay? Because it's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, it boils down to just being a good member and wanting the chapter to grow and, and doing what you say you do. So part of joining BNI is that you'll bring visitors into the, into the room. So yeah, contributing member. Yeah. A contributing member. Like that's what you said when you, when you joined, you said, we're going to do this and you enjoy having people in the room. You need to be contributing to that success. So you know, have some pride in your chapter and in your membership and, you know, don't let yourself get away with it. Yeah. Don't let yourself get away with it. Yeah. Mark, um, now you are the epitome of a master connector. And if you've uh if you haven't read the uh the master connector book, this is what it's all about. This is all what it's all about connecting people within your network to the people they need. How's that work for you in a BNI sense for you and your business and your reputation in the chapter? Yeah, I'd I'd have to say. I don't want to speak for the other members in my chapter, but I, I feel like I have quite a good standing in the chapter in terms of credibility um, and visibility for that matter. When your name is is popping up, 
Uh, and when you have those visitors in the room saying, you know, thank you to Mark, and then there's another visitor saying, thanks for Mark for inviting me, I really enjoyed it, then without even trying, you're getting that automatic, you know, credibility um, in your room. And then that permeates around the region as well, because other chapters start to notice that, you know, action all of a sudden are getting a great amount of visitors. How are they doing that? Why, you know, why aren't we doing that? Mm. And the uh, and the 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 master connector credibility you get from those people you invited to, because you may invite them into a room where someone's been there to solve a problem they've had or an issue they've had, and you've been the conduit between those two people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, just a quick question before we get into our last couple of questions. Um, obviously, you're a um, on your questionnaire, you, you like the BNI Australian story. You you listen to us. Thank thank you. Uh, we love having uh, nice listeners uh, being on as well. But you also host a podcast, and this will be up your LEV. Can you tell us a little bit about the podcast you host? Yeah, I do. I, I really enjoy podcasting, so that's really easy CEUs for me. Um, I I host a podcast. I think what attracted me to the Australian story is just that part of the title is is the stories that you share and how people can learn and succeed and improve in business and themselves as a BNI member. So part of the, the podcast that I host is called the Remembering Dad podcast. And that I started that on the back of unfortunately losing dad 12 months ago after a battle of dementia, uh, a battle with dementia. So uh, what I uh, do is get people people on uh, guests to share their story and, and their journey with grief in hope that it'll help other people in a different way. I know the BNI story is helping people succeed in business, uh, but our, our podcast is, is more about helping people with their different grief journeys. So it's just something that I've really enjoyed doing, doing in a little side passion project. Oh, oh, fantastic. I'm, I'm wondering if we could um, just post a link, Brent, on our uh, website, on our podcast page, just uh, so people could actually have a listen to that, because apart from the fact that BNI members are supporting BNI members, that's actually something that will support people um, anywhere, yeah, sure. everywhere. Yeah. And any member can share that onto someone. Everyone knows someone who's lost someone, and I think that would be some a way that we can actually share that to the uh, wider community. Yeah, yeah. yeah Veronica's in, in the in the industry. She's in the business for this. Yeah, I'm really passionate yeah. about that. And a lot yeah. of people, you know, you just don't talk about it. So I think it's fantastic that you've done that. And I'm sorry that you had to go through that with your dad, but you understand the beautiful parts of that as well. You know, yeah, that- definitely. And and sharing, I think sharing those stories, Veronica, with other people or, or listening to their stories really puts things into perspective. It doesn't take away the pain and the journey that you've been through, but it really just puts things into perspective that, hey, look, I'm not the only one going through this. There are other people that have had their different dealings with with grief as well. So, and, you know, tying it back to BNI, the logo created was from a BNI uh, member who was a graphic designer. So um, I think that's a lovely thing in BNI as well that you can you can effectively shop BNI and use BNI members when when you do need them. Great. Yeah. And just to wrap things up, Mark, and this has been a great chat. Um, what would be your tip for a member to achieve success? What would be that one thing you'd uh, you, you'd put out there? On a whole, I think really embrace the giver's gain mentality and do things for your chapter, whether it is listening to CEUs or inviting visitors to be a good member and, and really embrace that giver's gain mentality. I mean, for me, I, I've always said to my chapter, I'm not necessarily inviting visitors for me to gain 
personally or selfishly in, in business because my power team is effectively in the room. I've got a really good accountant, a good mortgage broker, general insurance person, a, a, a bookkeeper. So people that really would generally refer to a financial planner regularly. Um, so it is on a BNI level, uh, give us game mentality, plug in and embrace it. And, and from a visitor point of view, you just really need to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and really ask yourself, what is the worst that can happen if I invite someone? They say no. And that's fine. You know, maybe it's because I'm used to that. I'm married with two very young kids. I'm used to hearing no, so I'm okay with that. But, <laughs> so I, I, that for me, it's just, well, that's okay. On to the next person. Let's invite someone else that might benefit from this. And really switch your mindset in that it's not me trying to get a visit in the room. I'm trying to give them an opportunity to connect and network with people and potentially grow their business too. Getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. I like it. Yep. Hey, um, Mark, would you like to give us your weekly presentation? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, here's uh, Mark Cecil from uh, Vision Wealth and his weekly presentation, everyone. Thank you, Brett. Uh, my name is Mark Cecil. I'm a financial planner with Vision Wealth Strategies, specialised in the wealth and superannuation space. Uh, I've been dealing with some clients this week that have had uh, some major increases to the fees within their superannuation funds, upwards of 600% in the administration fees. So, and that's 600, 600%. I won't name and shame that fund, but uh, what part of what I do with clients is really review their financial situation, whether that be wealth, money that they've come into and how to invest that wisely, or their superannuation decision, uh, situation and, and reviewing what fees and how they're actually invested. So my ideal referral is actually people that deal with people's finances every single day. And that for me is mortgage brokers. So an ideal referral for me is a mortgage broker that are seeing those sorts of things and dealing with people's money every day and can refer them to a financial planner to get some advice. Mark Cecil, Vision Wealth Strategies. Fantastic. And you know what I loved about that? You're a, you're just a natural storyteller. And I actually, it's a bit of a bugbear for me. You'll have someone who, in our chat, we've got 30 seconds, and someone will take 14 seconds. Hi, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not having holidays. I'm on 24-7, so make sure you call me. Then I think, well, hang on, tell yeah. us a story. Like, nice you, opportunity. Yeah, tell us a story. So that's awesome, Mark. Thank you so much. Um, I'm looking forward to actually listening to your podcast and uh, you've just been a great guest on our podcast today. Yeah, thanks, thank Brent, you. Okay. Thanks, uh, Brent. Thank you, Mark. And uh, thank you for being on, a, being on the Australian Stories podcast. You are a master connector and thank you. uh, you're thank an you. absolute superstar. So uh, thank you for joining us here today. Thanks for having me and Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to everyone. Let's look for, looking forward to a big 2023. For sure, mate, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Brent, Mark just said something before, which uh, I think pretty much encapsulates BNI. He was saying that, uh, you know, when he was doing his own podcast, that it's a great way to remind everybody that they're not alone, that there's other people out there going through the challenges that they're going through. And that's exactly what BNI is. BNI is a, a community of people that remind you that you're not alone. We're all going through the same challenges. We're all going to celebrate each other's successes and we're all going to share our stories with each other. And uh, I just think that's really important that we, you know, we talk all year in these podcasts about you know, these great things that we do and results that we achieve and, you know, people that we meet and KPIs that we hit and all that kind of stuff. At the end of the day, we're just one big community. We're another family. Mm. Absolutely. I agree. Would you like a quick tip of the week? 
Yes, I was going to say to you, Brent, what's your tip of the week? Oh, thank you, V. I thought you'd never ask. Uh, so um, t- today I was having a bit of a think about it and I was thinking that, you know, as we wind up the end of the year, instead of thinking about what you didn't get this year, turn it around and think about what you did get and what you were grateful for and what you have gratitude for. And I think if you go back and look at the positives, you're going to find there was a lot of positives there you can actually focus on going forward. So is there something you would have gratitude for in 2022, V? You know, so I can't pick one thing, but just as you say that, I almost want to burst into tears. (laughs) I think think a lot of people, it's just the overwhelm for me, and I think I'm overwhelmingly grateful that uh, we're starting to feel safe and that uh, I know my family is safe and I know that I can get to anyone I need to get to in a heartbeat. All right. Um, What I am grateful for is I am grateful that I get to live a good life doing the things I love with great people. And that's really epitomised 2022 for me. Yeah. I think don't we appreciate people more and more now. Thanks, everyone. This is episode 106, and uh, I think Brent and I are going to have a little chat for our last episode for 2022, and we can't wait to hit the ground with 2023. Thank you to members that have contacted us via the Facebook page, via LinkedIn, and uh, via just contacting Brent directly to let us know that you've got a great story, and we would love to have you on the podcast. So please reach out. Keep sharing your stories, keep looking after each other and Merry Christmas and have a very safe and happy new year.